Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Eat Local New York podcast. Why is it special? Because there's no guest today. It's just me talking. You know, it's a really difficult time that we're all facing. Obviously, we have been for uh, the better part of this entire year, everything going around with COVID-19. And um, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, even the election, it was just a lot of turmoil and chaos and confusion and just hasn't been a good year. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Uh, but especially for small businesses, for I'm sure a lot of businesses, but especially small business owners, especially because this is an Eat Local New York podcast, uh, or Eat Local, I should emphasize, because it's our Eat Local New York podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the struggles that restaurant owners have been going through, local restaurant owners and business owners in the food service industry. Uh, for a lot of them, it just has not been a good year. There have been some that have been succeeding, some that have been successful, some that have uh, beaten last year's numbers. Um, and, you know, their success hasn't come with its own set of challenges, challenges that everyone is facing, you know, how to better their product, how to better their service. And, you know, one thing that really just stood out to me um, yesterday, today's Saturday, so yesterday was Black Friday, one thing that stood out to me was for Eat Local, if you don't know, I'm sure you do, we sell the Eat Local New York card. It's, um, uh, you know, $5 reusable coupon. It's a discount card that is accepted by a bunch of restaurants all around New York State. And so we sell that as a way to raise money for a local organization, which we donate 20% of all of our sales to every year. It's a way for us to help locally owned restaurants by hopefully sending those cardholders to go frequent restaurants more often or try new places they haven't been or spend more money uh, while they're out at that restaurant because they're going to save money so why not spend a little bit more. Um, so we sell that card. And we had a, a great day yesterday on online with online sales for Black Friday. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it yesterday alone beat our entire Black Friday Cyber Monday weekend from last year. We still have a long way to go to reach our goal of raising $10,000 for the United Way, but yesterday was still a stellar day. Now, obviously, this year, because of 2020 and COVID-19, typically, while we would also be selling our cards online, we would also be at a number of events, um, you know, all through November and December. We'd be doing the Buy Local Bash and all the craft fairs and, you know, just anything that we could um, to get the word out there about Eat Local and, you know, selling this card. We did that last year, and that's really where we had most of our success. And this year, obviously, a lot of those events are canceled, and so we haven't been doing um, haven't been doing any events. We've done a couple online ones, but um, we did the regional market one Saturday, and that was just kind of a dud. But the regional market had their Black Friday uh, holiday shop that they put on yesterday, and so we decided, um, kind of at the last minute, that we would participate and have a table there. And it really it didn't work out well for us. And one thing that I noticed, um, and I'm sure that there were vendors there that had success, but by and large, there just were not a lot of people at this event. <clears throat> obviously, well, not obviously. So let me finish the story. The person, I had family in town, so I had hired somebody to go and, and man the table for me, which was great. And um, so I told the, this person, you know, listen, event goes from one to seven if it's midday if it's like four and we haven't done anything we'll just call it quits you don't have to sit there the whole time so around four 
Uh, I sent a text and they told me that, you know, listen, we've, we've sold a few, but it's nothing. There's really nobody here. So we decided to leave early. And so as I was driving there to the market to pick everything up and, and relieve them and let them go home, I drove past Destiny Mall and it was packed. It, de- it was definitely not as busy as it has been in years past, but it was absolutely crowded. Um, cars everywhere, people everywhere. Uh, it was just a very busy day for the mall. And then when I got to the regional market, I could see it with my own eyes. There was hardly anyone there. One thing I've noticed over the past few years of doing this is that when I started Eat Local almost five years ago, the what felt like um, what felt like the majority of the city, the majority of the community here in Central New York, of being supporters of local businesses was far greater than it is today. Um, the eat local, the buy local, support local movement, which you know I'm sure has existed for a while, but really came up in a lot of prominence over the last you know ten years, let's say, um, maybe even less than ten years. That had really picked up all over the country. Um, but especially here in Syracuse, it felt like five years ago, six years ago, that was around the time that Chris Fowler had first started Syracuse first. I could have my dates wrong, but I believe that's around the time. Um, shortly after that, I had started Eat Local. There was just a lot of local things coming about. Um, and I felt like people were just always talking about supporting the local business and crying out for that. And, and not just saying we should support local businesses, but also the community were getting their dollars behind those local businesses and spending their money in local at local establishments more than ever. Today, while there's the majority of restaurants in our area are all locally owned spots, um, I don't see people spending as much money locally as they once were. And I also don't see the same public outcry for that and support of local businesses like there once was. Three years ago, if there was an argument on a uh, on like where Syracuse eats, for which is a Facebook group Facebook group here in Syracuse, all about food uh, and restaurants. If there was an argument about a local spot, maybe a bad review or something, everybody would always be out would always be crying out for support for a local spot. Today, there's a few that do, but they're the minority. And this is my perception. I'm sure that there's plenty of examples that prove me wrong here, but this is my perception of it. And so, in my opinion, I've just seen that the local support, the local, the, the public, the majority of the public outcry for support for local restaurants and businesses has diminished significantly. There's a number of reasons why that may be, you know, <clears throat> um, there's not as much money around. People, you know, aren't spending their much their money uh, as much as they were. And, you know, I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I try to buy a lot of the gear and tech that I use here for the podcast and for the business from um, Ray Lynn, which is a local uh, business here in Syracuse that sells camera gear. I try to spend my money there as much as I can, but sometimes and oftentimes I don't because it's either priced more than what I can buy somewhere else. And I am running a business, so I want to be able to save as much money as I can. Or they don't have what I need, or I just get better support from other places. Now, this isn't just to knock Ray Lynn, because I, I have a friend who works there. I love going there and, and spending my money there. <clears throat> but this is an example of what I think is happening from the local 
seen compared to a, uh, a larger chain franchise, big company conglomerate scene. When I go into a big box store, the person remembers me, recognizes me, knows my name, knows what I've bought from them in the past. They know what I have already. They make suggestions. They give me advice. We talk about, you know, what kind of stuff I'm filming or shooting, taking pictures of. It's great. It's it's really phenomenal support. Com- combine that with the fact that it's a clean environment, that it's a safe environment during COVID. They have everything in stock. If they don't, I can get it pretty much immediately within a day or two. That I know it's the it's the best price I'm going to get. It's just all of those things combined is, is why I, I typically visit a, a bigger box store. Um, and I've noticed during COVID, a lot of people going to like drive through restaurants. Like I've, I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast that I drive down Erie Boulevard and I see every drive through business, fast food chain with cars out to the road, just, you know, dozen or more people in line waiting to get food. And then I talked to some local restaurant owners who are dead. They haven't seen people or significant traffic in a while. The point that I'm trying to make here is that, especially it's going to be difficult to say this during COVID-19 times when restaurant owners don't have that much money and don't have that as nearly as many customers as they once did to tell them to, to get better or spend more money. But I think something that really is is going to play a big role here, and that is playing a big role, is that small local businesses have to put more of a focus on so many different things. Their customer experience, their customer service, their quality, their pricing, their convenience, um, the perception of safety when a customer visits their store, their restaurant, their business. It's not enough just to kind of open up and have good food in a specific location, but you have to constantly be reinventing just like a lot of these bigger chains do, you know, coming out with new products. You have to, your customer service has to be a a thousand times better than a competitor. You have to be convenient. Um, You have to have quick ways for people to come in and maybe order takeout and pick it up uh, or get delivered get their food delivered to them. And maybe that's, you know, the owner driving or, you know, driving the delivery instead of using a Grubhub or a DoorDash or whatever the case is. Uh, you know, aside from specifics, all I can say is that I think there's a reason why these big box companies win. And yes, they're spending billions of dollars on advertising. And you're, it's never, you're, uh, you should never, and I never would expect a local restaurant or business owner to compete in that same level because they just can't. But they can win in a lot of other ways, and they can simplify their messaging and make their marketing more clear to show things that they're doing. I guess what I'm really just trying to say is that I, I'm, I think we're at a crossroads here for local businesses in our area. And granted, we're now Eat Local New York, but I'm specifically talking to the places in in Syracuse and in central New York. We're at a crossroads where it's time to really change. It's time for us to look at ways to get um, exceptionally better at what we're doing. I'm not trying to, you know, say that the restaurants and businesses are doing a terrible job and nothing's good or anything like that. 
I'm just saying it's time to get way better. Again, this is just my opinion. This is probably more of a conversation I would have with a friend in the industry than something I would put out as a podcast episode since I typically don't get on the microphone and talk to people just like this, but I usually only get on and talk to a guest. But I think it's just time for us to get better. I think it's time for us to reinvent uh, things, reinvent ourselves, look at how we do things, look at how we're doing our marketing, look at the food that we're serving. It's just time to change things up. I think it'll be good for the public as they'll get to see some some new stuff coming out of us. Um, but I think it'll be great for businesses to reevaluate how they can improve, what areas they can get better at, whether it's the food that they're serving, again, the service that they're offering, the convenience of their pickup or delivery, whatever it is, just time to get better. And that's pretty much all I got for you this week. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy listening to the podcast. If you do, then consider subscribing to the local New York podcast. That way you'll be updated the moment a new episode is released. And as always, do me a huge favor and leave us a review to let us know what you think of the Eat Local New York podcast. Well, that's all I got for you this week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will check you out. Well, you'll check us out. We'll catch you next week on the Eat Local New York podcast. 